I've only seen it on YouTube. I have so many questions. Do I need to move on? I think Please. So. <laughs> okay, okay. I don't know what's happening. As the boss of the podcast, I'm concerned that I don't know what's happening. And a lot of times it's backwards or really formal, overly formal. Why did you say it like that? Toilet paper? The yeah. thinnest type of paper that man ever invented? Wilson! <laughs> Look at that, it's fine. Okay, here's where y'all are so wrong because y'all are idiots. Just to be clear, did you say Robert De Niro? Yes. I'm sorry. Have you seen the movie? Have you not seen Godfather Part 2? Oh, no. As the boss of this podcast, I'm going to say that. The the listeners at home can't see the look of (laughs) the movie I have on my face right now. But I, I I want them to know that I am dumbfounded by that comment. This is not the podcast you deserve. Wow. We did it, guys. Look at us go. We're back. Welcome back to Not the Podcast You Deserve. We took a brief hiatus. Uh, Life got in the way, but sometimes the pod must go on. Welcome back. I'm Drew Crawford, joined today by Kyle Cox and Drew Allen, your host for Not the Podcast You Deserve as we talk about everybody's favorite uh movie genre christmas movies Woo! right kyle i i hate christmas movies and i feel like i'm always that guy that's like oh tom hanks isn't that good we're doing tom hanks podcast i feel and now i'm just being contrarian and i don't i don't appreciate that about myself i'm sorry to everybody well to be honest it's it's in line with your nature so we just come to expect it (laughs) growing up we would watch those god dang claymation christmas movies like every night like at least two of them for you, the whole month of December. You bite your tongue. I love those movies. Oh, man. Are there more Yukon Cornelius haunts my dreams. I see that freaking <laughs> beard in my nightmares. As he should. Yukon <laughs> Cornelius. Yeah. Well, um, what have you guys been watching since we last left off? It's been four months. I don't know about you guys, but I've I've had a lot of time to watch stuff. I've got a lot was, on my plate in terms of watching. What have y'all been watching? Um, so Emily and I have been on a really big HBO Max kick, and so I've just been like binging all the things. What's the stuff to watch on HBO Max? I know the Snyder Cut's coming. I'm waiting to get my free trial for that. Snyder Cut and Wonder Woman 84. I'm excited for both of those. Oh, yeah. We disagree. I mean, at this point, I'm just excited for a a big motion picture film. I don't really care what it is. I just want a feature film. Um, I I want it so badly. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but but currently uh, we're watching things like Band of Brothers and Silicon yeah, Valley. Nice. nice. Um, uh, have you guys ever seen Titans? Oh, that's the DC one. Yeah, the, like the live Robin action and remake. Cyborg. Mm, yeah, I want of, to like gritty Teen Titans. Yeah, uh, it's, it's like Robin actually, says the F word. Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> it's actually good. I I'm really enjoying it. We're like six episodes in right now. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, I'm actually really enjoying it. It uh, looks good. Yeah, good to hear. And then um, Doom Patrol also is weird. It's like the fun. same thing, but it's like Umbrella Academy, but not Umbrella Academy, right? Yeah, it's basically it's DC's version of, um, of Umbrella Academy. Less and, Gerard uh, Way influence. Yeah. Uh, also, The Newsroom on HBO. Yeah. Oh, no, uh, I'm thinking of The Morning Show. What's The uh, Newsroom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Newsroom is uh, with Jeff Daniels and uh, Olivia Munn is in it as well. Oh, yeah. What? So, 
it's it's an Aaron Sorkin show, so it's very much like West Wing because okay. uh, he he's the guy who wrote West Wing or the first like three seasons of it, I guess. Okay. Before he left because of his cocaine problem. Um, Ooh, ah. we all had one of those. <laughs> <laughs> you know, are you truly a writer if you don't have a cocaine problem? <laughs> uh, so yeah, he wrote the newsroom and he did a short. You know, he came in and told him, I'm only going to do three seasons. Here's the story. Cool. You can't string this out any longer. And it's really well done. Um, and then watch the new season of Archer and the new season of Rick and Morty. Oh, dude, season four of Rick and Morty is so great. So great. That show is phenomenal. The Dan Van Affleck yeah. episode <laughs> yes. has me lolling. really like dan Harmon has struck such gold with that show he can do literally whatever he wants and where like community when he was like kind of bound by like you know a little bit of reality time they could do yeah time and space like they could do like alternate universes the darkest timeline they could do like claymation stuff for christmas episodes but like rick and morty he can do whatever he wants to do and it is perfect it is great it's so funny and it's the what I appreciate about it is that it's so smart. Yeah. Like a lot of it's crass and a lot of it is crude, but it's so smart as well mm, that mm. I don't feel bad about watching it. <laughs> and you can tell in that first episode, they're like, yeah, we won't do any, we won't do, we're getting back to normal. We're getting back to us, Morty. We're, we're going to do, we're going to do the stuff that we always do, the stuff that we've been doing for a hundred episodes forever. And you can tell like, you can tell the, the, the company was just like, whoever does it. Uh, it's not Fox. Where's that show strung on streamed? Uh, adult swim swim, that's the one you can tell it started from adult swim was like hey can you get back to like doing what you've been doing so he was like double middle finger like we're gonna do it he says it like 18 (laughs) times in the first episode getting back to us like that's just a great show man it's one of my favorite bits when he does the like monologue that's clearly just for the camera (laughs) yes yes. i'll look directly at camera and be like that's it that's the end of season two (laughs) that's the wrap yeah that's greatness drew allen what are you watching man, man? I'm, I'm jealous of crawford's recently watched i mean yeah. that's an incredible list Solid list you know you know we do what we can <laughs> Mine's not well I, I say that um it's been pretty mild I, there's been not really that many movies i didn't go out and see tenant i i, I want to hear about it uh but it's kind of more tv shows kind of like crawford was saying uh his list was uh started watching the wire out of y'all's recommendation Yes. First season was incredible. Very it's okay. Oh wow! It's wow. good. It's good. Classic contrarian. I know. I'm Kyle sorry. over here. I know. What I'm a, sorry. What a Karen. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know that, references. I don't know what that means. Uh, Karen. <laughs> um. Other than that, it's been kind of Star Wars-y. I've been in the, in the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yes, yeah. Mandalorian. No, the second season of Mandalorian, I think, is like the best thing. That's happening. Oh right now. yeah, it's definitely it's way so better good. than season one. It, yeah, like so season good. one had this level of quality, but just season two is like every single episode is just up there. And, and it's so formulaic too. Like he gets to a place, he's mm-hmm. looking for a thing. In order to get the thing, he's got to do this thing for somebody. Does the mm-hmm. thing, gets thing, goes to the next place, and it's like it's wash, rinse, and repeat. But it's so good every time. Yeah, yeah. it's like they figured out how to really a really cool way of just doing episodic, which I'm sure. Star Trek and Star yeah. Wars, you know, it, it's nothing new under the sun, but they just crush it. They, they, they got the theme right. They got the storyline right. The Mandalorian, like armor, like Boba Fett's armor was just the coolest thing out of Star Wars. Arguably. Are you caught up? 
Um, I believe so. Did you watched the one with Boba Fett yesterday? Okay, well, nope. So, <laughs> can't wait for that well, one. Well, Boba Fett's in it, so... <laughs> so, welcome to Not the Podcast You Deserve, where you might be getting spoiler alerts live and in color. As you talk uh, about... He was in the love. first episode. He just wasted yeah, like yeah, five yeah. to come back. Spoiler alert! But yeah, no, and later no. I watched the, the newest episode last night, and I was geeking. Yeah, really cool. Well, I am excited for that. Should we do a yeah. Star Wars podcast? Right now? Yes. yes. Yeah, I was thinking like right now instead of Christmas. <laughs> we tricked you. It's not Christmas. It's Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. Star Wars Warsmas. Um, but I'm also trying to catch up on Clone Wars as well. When I heard Ahsoka was in, uh, yeah. also, spoiler, uh, whatever, Mandalorian, <laughs> um, I tried to catch up to figure out what her storyline is so I could understand it a little bit better. And I'm on like season four. There's a lot. There's a lot of, of It's a lot Wars. to unpack, huh? That's what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's good stuff. The first couple seasons are like half kid shows, half horrifying, awesome, like a shows made for a older or Star Wars fans. And then kind of season three, the, the kid, the more like, oh, we're going to learn about friendship and courage today on their episode. Uh, those kind of drop off. So that I'm genius makes sure that all great medias have geared towards children watching and also horror and violence. <laughs> the sweet spot for all mediums. <laughs> Yeah, and I think they do very well. That's well, I just, uh, because of Drew Crawford, I think you at one point said, you just like dropped Justified one time. You're like, yeah, I saw Justified with Timothy Oliphant. And uh, I watched, I'm into season three now of Justified. What? That show is great. That is awesome. Justified's praise for Oh, maybe it was you. Yeah. No, listen, we all know that Drew Allen doesn't even like that show. I'm the uh, one that recommended it. <laughs> all Dude, right, guys. That is a Bye. really, really good show. Podcast with <laughs> Timothy Oliphant is a national treasure. So good. And I'm so sad. So all good. he's all I've seen him in is like Santa Clarita Diet and like that one episode of Mandalorian. Like really? Like he needs where to he do more stuff. Marshall? Yeah, where he That's plays a Marshall. That was that was great. Greatest Deadwood. cameo ever. I've not seen Deadwood, Deadwood where so he plays a sheriff. Okay. That's his like niche. He's found his niche, yeah. It's like essentially justified, but in the old west. Yeah. That's that show is awesome. Also, I don't know if you guys have Apple TV. We've got it for like another like eight months for free or something like that. Two shows I highly recommend. Uh Defending Jacob, starring Chris Evans, oh, where he's yeah. a lawyer. Really, really good show. And it's it's a psychological thriller. Really, really good. And it's only like ten episodes. It's worth it. Um and then Mythic Quest. Have y'all heard of Mythic, Mythic Quest? Quest? Mythic Quest is so good. <laughs> I love that show. Dude, so written and created and starred by the majority of the cast of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And it, it's just, and so when I saw that, I was like, this is going to be a stupid show about like fart <laughs> stuff up and like being dumb. It is not. It is an incredible TV show. That one episode, like four or five in, when it's uh, the guy from How I Met Your not from How I Met Your Mother, from New Girl, Josh, mm, Jake, Jake Johnson. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Jake Johnson. One yeah, with Jake yeah. Johnson and the chick from How I Met Your Mother, the mom, Christina Miliodi or whatever. Uh-huh. It's like doing the background story and like you don't know how, how that ties in at all. That is one of the best just like short stories that I've seen. Yeah. Like it's just like a really good like hour long like short story. And then they tie it all back in beautifully at the end. That show is phenomenal. I cannot wait. And then their their uh, their Corona episode they did too. Their quarantine episode they did. Um, yeah, that's the best quarantine episode I've seen. Uh, really gosh, cool. it's so were, good. They were like one of the first ones to do it. Man, that was it's so good. That show is so great. It's really really funny, but also like 
it's it's not just all like gag humor like it's really well written it's really well done and well that's that's mythic quest was like that's like the gold star from quarantine like that show is amazing uh and i would not have found it if it weren't for quarantine so uh and then finally you guys have to freaking see tenet i've seen tenet <laughs> three times uh and uh it was once at like 11 o'clock at night the wife and the baby were asleep i just snuck out of the house and I went and watched tenet by myself it was beautiful uh and it's like it's a you know regular old christopher nolan movie where it's kind of hard to follow but it's the easiest to follow of the christopher nolan movies i think i've heard um, the opposite uh i mean i think if you like if you know what to look for in like christopher nolan movie like yeah. you'll you like i i saw the twist coming i figured out his twist the first time watching it like i could see it coming right. whereas most christopher nolan movies you're just like what's gonna happen i have no idea like <laughs> this one you could like kind of at least i could uh-huh. uh, so, but uh, i really enjoyed it so you're saying people should listen to the R. Christopher Nolan pod and then go see Tenet and they'll yeah. totally know what's going to happen. If you'd like to know what to look for in Tenet, please look at our Christopher Nolan podcast. We talk about uh, his uh, his director trademarks and the things that he's most known for. And I, I texted you guys this too when I was watching, oh, I watched The Prestige too. Phenomenal movie. Oh, That's such a great movie. So, so good. But nobody does, I've decided this through quarantine, no one does establishing shots better than Christopher Nolan and no one does the circle shot better than Christopher Nolan. Like Michael whoa, Bay... Whoa has got like the like everybody's like thinks about michael bay and think about the circle yeah. shot the 360 shot christopher nolan has one in every single one of his movies and they're all really cool because they're not like an explosion going on behind him or something it's always like a really intense like bit of dialogue between two people or like the main character like coming to like a grand like epiphany and it just brings so much more to that moment when you've got that that movement with the camera you can tell it's like those people's minds are racing and this is how your mind races too by like seeing everything around them it's so well done he is such a phenomenal director and tenet mm. is great we got to do a we got to do a breakdown of that one at some point in time more yeah well Nolan. first of all drew and i gotta see it so that would help, uh, <laughs> that would help. um but i i actually like that you brought up the mandalorian i've been watching it a lot too obviously that show yeah. is awesome also the uh, disney plus has a sideshow like behind the scenes called the gallery yeah and it's really interesting yeah with John Favreau, yeah. that's really yeah. cool. And Dave Filoni like or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and they do a round table as they just talk about all the ins and outs and the details of how they made it and the process that went into it. It's really cool. You've seen that video of Dave Filoni. Good, yeah. yeah, the video of Dave Filoni talking about uh, the uh, oh the Duel Fates, Fates. Duel of the Fates song and like what it really means. Have you seen that, Crawford? Yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I was crying. I'm a grown man sitting in my I living like, room crying to a YouTube you. video of Dave Filoni <laughs> talking about Star Wars score. It was great. So the the funniest thing to me was that that's part of that episode, uh, that show. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. it's a round table and you can see it on everybody else's faces as the camera goes around yeah. as they all realize we don't love Star Wars as much as this guy. <laughs> yes. I think, <laughs> if I remember correctly, like it pans over to Bryce Dallas Howard at one point and she's just kind of like, whoa, <laughs> like yeah, this guy's like super into Star like, Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Like the pleasant <laughs> smile and just nodding her head like, mm-hmm. and you can tell <laughs> yeah. behind her eyes, she's like, oh my God, what's happening? <laughs> this has been a long speech. No, uh, I, I love that video. And I love the first movie a little bit more than I should because it was the, probably the first Star Wars movie I saw. And so, I think I was I was nerding out about that, and you seen that film, and I've never felt more validated in my entire no life. No doubt, my that's love Qui Gon Jinn. That's what we we decided to watch all the Star Wars movies from from Episode One to Episode Nine, and uh, in order in chronological wow. order. And uh, I have my new rankings for Star Wars, my new Star Wars power rankings, and I'm I'm save gonna it, ruffle some it. feathers. Yeah, so we need to do a Star Wars pod sometime. Are we? We all gotta right rank now? them all. 
be, be on the lookout for the it. Star Wars pod. Um, <laughs> but but the reason I bring up the Mandalorian again is just because there was a uh, Star Wars Christmas special from like the seventies. Yeah, uh, that was a cartoon and was terrible. Uh, <laughs> but they they bring in a bunch of details from that into the Mandalorian, like his big gun with the kind of shocker stick on the end of it. That's oh, from yeah. uh, oh, wow. the Christmas special, and and some of the like the blurg is from uh, the Christmas special and stuff like that. The thing that Ooh. he rides with Nick Nolte oh, yeah. okay. in the beginning. Uh, it but, is Nick Nolte, isn't it? Wow. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I like that. It's a good segue from, you know, the Star Wars Christmas special into what we're talking nice. about today. Wow. Christmas movies. Well done. You brought it full circle, dude. I'm right, proud I of you. I got us. Nice. I got us there. The first question I want to ask you guys is, do you have one or two all-time favorite Christmas movies just like off the jump? Empire Strikes Back. All right. Yeah, listen, listen. We're not doing the Star Wars pod. We're not doing it today. It's a Wonderful Life is uh, is a favorite for me. Yeah, it's, it's hard to beat. It's a Wonderful Life for me. Okay. I have other comments on this later. <laughs> Dale Dale Cox, my father, made us watch It's a Wonderful Life quite a bit, and that's one that stuck with me much more than Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer did. I mean, I've got a list of unconventional Christmas movies, as I'm sure everybody does, but uh, nice. that's the that's the main one. You gotta say Die mean, Hard. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm a pretty Listen. basic Christmas movie watcher in that my favorites are Elf and the the uh, yeah. Jim Carrey Grinch, yeah. which is yeah. a controversial pick in uh, my family specifically. But I know, uh, I think that sh- that movie's gotten some more love as the years have gone on. So the live action Jim Carrey How the Grinch Stole Christmas is my all time favorite Christmas movie. And also I think is the most quotable Christmas movie ever because (laughs) you can quote it outside of Christmas. I quote this movie all year round. You do. Um, Wow. But uh, I do want to establish one ground rule before we get too deep into this. And it's already come up. So this is very important to me. Right. Um, There are lots of movies that are considered Christmas movies because people watch them around Christmas time. Yeah. But they are not Christmas movies. And I can't be more clear about this. Harry <laughs> Potter is not a Christmas movie. Just because Christmas happens attack. in your movie doesn't mean it's a Christmas movie. That's, that's going to knock quite a few off my list. Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Come on, whoa, man. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I would, I would consider both of these Christmas adjacent. Christmas like adjacent. <laughs> I'd like to take this time and let my audience know that the uh, views and opinions of Drew Crawford do not stand for the podcast as a whole. If this, by the same logic, then um, You've Got Mail would be a Christmas movie. And it's not. It's my favorite uh, movie ever. I'm telling you right now, it's not a Christmas movie. It. I mean, Batman I Returns is out. Batman Returns, be- it's not a Christmas movie. <laughs> Centered quite a bit around Christmas, though. Uh. <laughs> And I'll tell you guys this, when I was like last night, I watched a Christmas story and I had to like, you know, kind of get my mind frame into Christmas movies. And I also watched Groundhog Day because in my brain, even though it's called Groundhog Day, <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's kind of Christmassy. And then like, There's I was watching, snow. I was like, this is in February, I think. I think Groundhog Day is in February. Cele- celebrating a completely different holiday. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the name really should have, really should have reminded me that this is not a Christmas movie. There's just my so favorite. much snow. That's like trying to say that the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown is a Christmas movie. It's a different <laughs> holiday. Yeah, I mean, My favorite Christmas movies are Valentine's Day and <laughs> New Year's Eve. <laughs> oh, that's funny. No, yeah, that's uh, wait, Crawford. Did you say you said yours was the Grinch? Your favorite was the Grinch. Yeah, absolutely. 
Mine's uh, It's a Wonderful Life, but Elf is pretty close by. Then Alan, you said you said Elf, right? Yes, correct. So it's hard to be. And and we're going to get into a bunch of these. But my my next question was: Did you guys have any traditions growing up? Uh, that's like we have to watch this every year, like December first. We know it's happening, or like we know we're gonna not watch a certain movie. I, I growing up in 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 my household with with my mother, my dear sweet mother, we watched Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, The Year Without a Santa Claus, and Santa Claus is Coming to Town. I I, I think on the low end, if I was gonna give a low estimate. I think 1.2 million times a year would probably be the low end of how many times we watch those three movies every year. Um, I, the I, math I, checks out. The math yeah, checks out. <laughs> I could probably quote them all back and forth. And uh, and uh, I'm Mr. Heat Miser. I love the that year song, Santa Claus. That, that song, song is, is so awesome. It's not. Listen, listen it's not. I, I tried to reference Heat Miser and Cold Miser once in my entire life. And boy, did that fall flat. Yeah, Not a it's, single person in the room, and it was a big room. Knew what I was talking about. <laughs> That's tough. You definitely there, were not at a Cox household event because we all would have known. We would have sang bosses, with you. My two bosses were fighting over the thermostat. One wanted it really hot. One wanted it really <laughs> cold. It was a knock out of the park. I mean, they teed it up for it. it was like total heat miser, cold miser situation. Am I right? I started singing the song, which I can't remember because I don't remember music. And they all looked at me like, "What?" are you talking about <laughs> what a bummer that's funny yeah. <laughs> yeah, those, yeah, those claymation movies man those are um, those were our tradition the allen household did not have any christmas traditions other than my sisters always watched white christmas um which is uh that kind of musical where the twin sisters are dating the two guys from war and what? they're not <laughs> twins they're just sisters oh is that right? I'm, I'm yeah, doing this research immediately. It's, it's, it's about them being sisters. It's, yeah, Bing Crosby and, um, mm-hmm. oh, what's her name? Clooney. George Clooney's mom. No way. That's Rosemary George. Clooney. Yeah, Rosemary. Thank you. Wow. Um, I love White Christmas. I watch it every year. It's one of my favorites. I've never even heard of this movie before. Are you serious? I'm being real. Dude, you have to watch it now. 1954. You can't do, you can't do this look, Christmas pod. Look at the cast. Yeah. <laughs> We are unprepared for this. Christmas the only box. name I know here is Bing Crosby, but I guess who's I need to watch guy? this one. Who's the other main guy? Danny Kay? No. I, Dean I Jagger? No, no, the I, other guy's I, pretty famous too. You'd recognize him when you see him. A successful song and dance team become romantically involved with a sister act and team up to save failing Vermont Inn of their former commanding general. I don't know. Good it's music, just, good dancing. Yeah, you have to be very ready for the fact that it's a musical. And it's a like dance number musical. Man, this old fashioned. Very rarely do I just have like zero idea of a like a movie that's in. This is one of those times. And that's crazy to me because this is like a pretty famous movie. We watched so many goddamn claymation movies, we couldn't get to the real stuff. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Um, White Christmas, the claymation ones, uh, the Grinch were all big ones for us. I also, and this is mainly me and my brother, but we always watch Muppets Christmas Carol with Michael oh, Caine. Yeah. That's a good one. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Um, <laughs> and it's so fun. I love all the Muppets movies forever. Oh, yeah. We should do a Muppets podcast. I'm in. My idea, man. <laughs> the Muppets seem to make a Star Wars episode. Oh! That's wow. a billion-dollar idea. idea. <laughs> Some, someone get to writing that. So the other thing I was going to ask is, 
are there other traditions that you know of that other people always watch this movie? People always love this movie and you think it sucks. Yeah. That's the first time I saw a Christmas story was like two or three years ago uh, with, with wife's Christmas at her family's house. They're like, we got to watch a Christmas story now. And I was like, what's a Christmas story? I'd never heard of it. Uh, Cause Dale hates that movie. I think growing up, I was not allowed to watch a Christmas story. I think because the, <laughs> the old man curses too much or something. I'm sure. Uh, and I watched the movie and I was like, I don't get this. This is not a good movie. <laughs> and we watched it again last night. I was like, I'm gonna give this another shot. I'm gonna watch it again. And uh, she was like, we got to watch it. We got to watch it. It's our first Christmas movie. We watched a Christmas story last night. And I was like, this is still not good. <laughs> this is still a bad cringy. Yeah. It's just cringy. <laughs> it is it's hard to get through. I can't agree with you more. I absolutely hate that movie. And I have a theory that it's about when you see it. Um, no. Yeah, definitely. Because if, if you grow up and you see that movie, you just associate it with like, oh, this is Christmas time. And you're going to love it because it's about Christmas. If you see it as an adult and you can objectively go, that's a bad movie, <laughs> you hate it. Because you don't get what all the hype is about. But people yeah. love that movie a lot. Die. I don't get it. Die and I didn't see it till I was like 20 or something like that. And I was like, because the same deal, my dad didn't yeah. want us to watch it because he didn't like it. And then I did watch it. I was like, why do people like this movie? It sucks. They're diehard It's a Christmas Story uh, fans. And like, I don't get it either. I mean, no, I, I guess I do get it. I have those movies too that suck, but I love because they mean something more than just watching the movie. Like Chronicles of Riddick? Uh <laughs> You ever, I'm not gonna, not even gonna respond. We don't even go. It's a Christmas movie, though, and I'm gonna get it on my list. Oh my gosh! Okay, speaking of of Chronicles, uh, have you guys seen the Christmas Chronicles on Netflix? Uh, no. I think the first one came out either last year or the year before, and it's got um, oh, what's his face? Oh, I can't believe I'm blanking on his name. He's the dad from um, Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, thank you. I was thinking Kurt Keith Russell. David, and I was like, I know it's not Keith David. That's the it's black guy from, from Chronicles of Riddick. <laughs> he is in Chronicles uh, of Riddick. That's great. So, yeah, yeah, and he plays Santa. And it's actually like a pretty fun movie. And they just came out with the second one. Oh, yeah. No, I remember seeing a commercial for that. That didn't look horrible. Uh, so I haven't seen that. the second one yet, but the first one was good. Yeah, there's been a lot of Netflix like original Christmas movies and shows that come out over the years and i want to watch them and then i i never find time to sit around and watch you know a dozen the made for tv ones there's a million of them every year Mm -hmm. and they're all their posters look the exact same yep did y'all watch dude wearing a green jacket and a girl wearing a red dress and there's a present next to him and they're smiling it's that christmas you know whatever (laughs) awful did y'all watch the khaleesi musical christmas movie that came out what uh last christmas so it was yes, wow. yes, I think so. It's like a kind of based on the song, like the story is. Right, you you can't sing. You, you're <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I missed that. Our audience is good. Okay, I I have not seen the movie, but I know what you're talking about, and also I love that song. I shamelessly love Last Christmas. It's well, then the I would give it song. a shot. I, I think it's it, it kind of suffers from that. I was expecting a Hallmark Christmas movie, so I, I don't think I gave it a, a chance. But I kind of want to go back and, and kind of see. It's an interesting story, interesting idea. 
So my wife loves those Hallmark Christmas movies and like kind of the cheesy Christmas movies just because mm-hmm. she likes to turn them on in the background and just have something on and they're kind of lighthearted and fun. You don't have to worry about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we end up just having a lot of them on in the house and I end up watching them all. <laughs> and nice. there's actually been some really fun ones. Um, did you know that Vanessa Hudgens is playing – I don't know, everybody in Christmas movies now. (laughs) Uh, So she came out with a movie last year called Princess Switch or something like that, which takes place at Christmas. And she's like a girl from Chicago. And she's also a duchess of something, whatever, from this small country that's made up. I believe you've just described Princess Diaries to me. I was going to say Parent Trap. Yeah, it's like a parent trap situation. And they bump into each other and they realize that they're identical. Classic so parent they, trap situation. They, they, they switch places for two days. This is literally parent trap meets princess diaries. And they, they both fall in love with their of know, course, yeah. other guy friends. Yeah. And yeah. then they decide, well, I'm not going to. I'm not going to give it away. But either way, there are two. I don't Vanessa think you got to worry about either of us going back and watching this movie. <laughs> <There> <laughs> I two, think spoilers this, are probably welcome at this point. After giving away all of The Mandalorian, this is where we're going to draw the line on spoilers. <laughs> all of The Mandalorian? The the um, but Light in the sand. So they, they're creating a second one this year called The Princess Switch again or something. I don't know. And there's a third it's person. person. So Vanessa Hudgens is now playing three people in the same universe. And she's also, and they're all Christmas related. Now there's a another one that came out on Netflix this last week called uh, A Night Before Christmas, which is about like a 14th century knight that shows up in modern America and mm-hmm. has to fall in love before Christmas Eve or something like that. And, you got to. And Christmas she's in that one too. are like taking the same track as Christmas songs. Because there's no worse time to listen to music than Christmas time. Because it's all the same eight songs just redone. And that's the same thing with Christmas movies. It's all the same like eight tropes just redone. It's time. It's time for Star Wars to make a Christmas movie. Because <laughs> I can't handle make a Star Wars Christmas movie. <laughs> yes. So speaking of uh, movies that and Christmas music, uh, what do you guys think about Love Actually? I enjoyed Love Actually. I enjoyed yeah. that movie. Yeah, I'm not in on it. I like that movie a lot. I think Hugh Grant is is great. Davy Jones is incredible in it too. Uh, Bill Nye. <laughs> he's incredible. Folded in up hands, Bill Nye. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, no, that's a that's a good movie. And I think yeah. it's I think it's cute. I think Colin Firth is great. Uh, but I think it's really funny and and it's one of those good hearted Christmas movies that I. Like that's the one with Rick yeah. from The Walking Dead, right? Yes. That is the one with Rick. And he's got the signs at the door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, yeah. say it's, it's Carol. <laughs> I don't know how it's I felt about of, that moment. It's one the of movie. the only well done, hey, here's a big cast and like nine storylines going on. Yeah. And they're, it's one of the only ones that's done well. And it's given credence to making movies like New Year's Eve and Valentine's Day. That's like nobody's asking for these. <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I, I, I kind of had the same issue with this as I had with Greatest Showman and that there wasn't like a ton of conflict. Like, I, I don't know. I was never worried about what? any of the storylines. There uh, is but, no problem with The Greatest Showman. That is one of the best movies ever, sir. We could, we could get into this later. We don't have time <laughs> we're, get, for we're getting off track. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have a, a couple other that I'll just re- list off for you real fast. We'll see if any of these catch with you. I'm surprised we haven't talked about Elf yet. We've, everybody's yeah. talked about Elf. Well, we just said it was our favorite. Our, our yeah. Two. 
that's a great really movie. Into. Was that the first movie where Will Ferrell started playing like a 12 year old in a 30 year old body? <laughs> I don't know. His post have always been doing that. Yeah, I yeah. think that's kind of <laughs> his bid for a while. <laughs> okay, that may have just been the first Will Ferrell movie I saw, but he absolutely crushes it. Because there's something about the Christmas season where it, it puts you in your childhood. And so I think it was a perfect play to have Will Ferrell be the lead of a movie of a guy who's just so what's the word where you're like just ignorant of anything other than christmas just christmas joy bliss that's pretty fair i will say for me personally i think elf got so overplayed for me for a time that i don't love it like a ton anymore if it's on i'm like oh okay it's on and i enjoy it and i laugh still but i Mm -hmm. don't have the urge to go watch it because i there was a time like in high school where Every other day, someone was like, do you want to watch Elf? <laughs> I was like, please, I don't. Not anymore. The dude who's seen... Too much sugar. You've got mail two million times. Can't only take so much Elf. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> you got to draw the line somewhere. Um, Home Alone is another one we haven't talked about yet. Uh, yeah. I enjoy that. That, that counts a as a Christmas movie? movie? How does... And, okay. All right. Because the whole thing too. happens on Christmas. I would call that Christmas adjacent, but oh, no. it's just me. I believe that was your term. I'm using it back on you now. No, Home Alone's a fine movie. It's fine. I enjoy Home Alone too. Even that's how good I like that franchise. Lost in New York. There's some good. There's some good quotes in the Lost in New York movie. It's underrated. I say. I also love Three Ninjas. So let's go on. <laughs> um, Jingle All the Way. With yes, oh, that is a great one. Dang it. Yes, Jingle All the Way is a classic. Turbo it's not Man. Christmas if you don't watch Jingle All the Way. I it's love the jump all the way. I know that's not the line from the movie, but I can't think of any lines <laughs> from the movie. That's the thing. I don't actually know. I'm sure he says I'll be back Sinbad. at one point. It's got Sinbad, Sinbad in yeah. it. The Polar Express. Oh, oh. I could not get through that movie. Oh, really? That, that movie is Valley. creepy as hell. Really? Look up the Uncanny Valley and Polar Express is the like example that everybody gives of like when cgi gets there's like a, a dip where it's like it gets better and better and then at a certain point it's so close to being real but your brain can't like knows it's not and so everybody like hates it it's called uncanny valley oh wow and okay. that's like the example of that whole concept of when something is really close to being real but just not it makes your brain throw up so let me ask you this if polar express had been done with tom hanks but in claymation as opposed to CGI, would you have enjoyed the movie more? It would have been the best movie ever. As long as there's an elf who wants to be a dentist in it, I am game. (laughs) Down for that. Oh, man. As long as they can get a Yukon Cornelius type character to come and lick lick his pickaxe. (laughs) So, okay, I've got a a couple other, maybe non-traditional and feel feel free to add into this. Bad Santa? Is that a Christmas movie for anybody? No. <laughs> That's not a good movie. Is it Billy Bob Thornton? Is that the yeah. guy? In? Yeah. I don't know if, if I have enjoyed his movies in my lifetime. Well, he's in Armageddon. And, okay, uh, barring that one. And then I think that's pretty much where my Billy Bob Thornton... Uh, but that one, Night Lights. That Bears baseball movie. The I knew Bears. Thing. Guys, I'm sorry. Did we not say Friday Night Lights? Oh, okay. It's, uh, it's okay. Okay, I guess I, I I more see him as Bad News Bears and Bad Santa. So, 
Maybe, maybe he's, take back my statement just to those two movies I don't like. To me, he is forever and always the the NASA guy from Armageddon that has the knee brace so he couldn't go up with the team. <laughs> he's he knows him. so much about that movie. That is dude's Armageddon been nominated for movie? three Academy Awards, and he's also made bad stuff. All right. Like, that is, that is Nick Cage a level of <laughs> what the hell. <laughs> Robert, I apologize to stop over, stop over that movie. It seemed like you were about to say that you liked that movie. I have no opinion on that movie. I'm no, just okay, trying to, right. you know, this is what I want. I'm trying to throw out some some different random Christmas movies. Has anybody seen Surviving Christmas? The Ben Affleck and James Gandolfini Christmas movie? What? what? How no. do I find yeah. this today? Christina Applegate. It's not good. <laughs> what? Uh, How can that be bad? <laughs> but it's hilarious. It's funny because it's not good. And they're also trying to be funny. I think, I don't know exactly where it lines up. And Drew Allen, I think you're going to get this reference, but it's pretty close to uh, Gigi time period uh, for Ben Affleck. Oh, yeah. When he's making... J-Lo. Yeah. Go watch it. Enjoy it. You know, report back. Tell me what you think. Surviving Christmas. Does Krampus count as a Christmas movie? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely does. That's a really good movie. I don't know if it's good. It's fun, though. You definitely need to watch that in between some of the claymation movies <laughs> in your in your Christmas movie watching list. Cleanse the palate. Yes, yeah. absolutely. The the demon possessed goat thing dressed up like Santa Claus that kills everybody. It's perfect. There's got to be a term for it where like a great horror movie, like it, I, I don't like it when my horror movies are like triple A blockbusters. I want my horror movie to be kind of shambly, kind of off the beaten path, and like just a crazy yeah i'm with you well speaking of there's another christmas horror movie uh called better watch better watch out have you guys seen better watch out no oh man oh man that's that's what you need to do tonight better watch out is a christmas movie well it's like it's a it's a girl who's like babysitting a kid on christmas and like her parents go off like a christmas party or something it's a really good horror movie uh and i don't say that very often so yeah. Better watch out. That's a that's a good one. All right. And then I think there was another one that came out uh, last year, I think, called Black Christmas, about like the sorority girls who oh, are being that. like hunted on Christmas yeah. by like it's kind of like Scream meets Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> Has anybody seen This Christmas with Chris Brown and Ildris Elba? No. No. It's awesome. <laughs> You had me at Chris Brown. I'm now interested. Uh, Chris Brown plays like a shy 14-year-old kid. Uh, and this is where he sings his Christmas song, This Christmas. Uh-huh. Mm. This you know? Christmas. Which I hold is the greatest Christmas song ever. Oh, wow. I'm going to stand okay. by I can't that. refute that at this point, but I I will by the end of this episode. <laughs> I'm going to get into it now. Give me the time. only one that Justin might be better Bieber's is Drummer Boy. Speaking of Drummer Boy, was not allowed to watch Drummer Boy at the house. <laughs> the one claymation movie we couldn't watch was Drummer Boy, and I don't. Why? I still to this day couldn't tell you why. Dad wouldn't let us do it. Dad is like, we won't watch Drummer Boy in this house. <laughs> like, we'll watch okay, Rudolph man. the Red Nosed Ranger twelve the, times. The hill he'll die on is no Kevin Costner and no Drummer Boy. Like, they, <laughs> like for whatever reason, that level. Yes, I, like I don't know, man. I love your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous human being. One of our eight listeners as well. So thanks, dad. 
Um, oh gosh, I can't remember the name of the movie. So if you can, you know, help me out. Um, but it's the story of Mary and Joseph, and Joseph is played by Oscar Isaac. That's a thing. Uh, yeah. Is it called the Nativity Story? Maybe. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it's got some kind of dumb name like that. Um, I remember watching a dumb once, name. Like, okay. <laughs> and like, I saw it like in middle school or whatever when it came out with my family, and I was like, all right, this is. It's, would you would anybody like to put five dollars down on the name of this movie? Is it a nativity story? It's the nativity story. <laughs> That's how bad Christmas movies are. You can give me just like two like random facts about this movie, and we like your chance you get the name right. All right, I'm or sorry. any lyric from a Christmas song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oscar Isaac. How about that? I don't know anybody um, else in this cast. Four Christmases with Vince Vaughn. I, I didn't oh, see yeah. that one. Jack Black, right? No, that's the that's the holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Clive Owen is, is uh, Jude Law and, and yeah. Jack Black. <laughs> yeah. You're right, Jude Law, Cameron Diaz, and uh, Kate Winslet. I like the holiday, yeah. and I don't I don't like Cameron Diaz or Kate Winslet that much. Mm-hmm. I'm with you on that, but I love Cameron Jack Black. Diaz really peaked yeah. in The Mask, which I think was her first movie ever. <laughs> that was really the her best role, and I think she's been going downhill since. Started off hot. that Four Christmas. That's Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. And the old guy, Robert Duvall. Vince Vaughn oh. as well, yeah. No, I missed that. John Favreau's in it too. How about that? I love John Favreau. He needs to be in more things. Yeah. I'm going to watch this movie now. Ugh, I hate that I'm going to go home and watch Christmas movies, but I'm going to do it. It's very fine. It's very fine. It's very fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, Christmas with the Cranks, the Tim Allen movie. Yeah. Not a, not a big Tim Allen for me. movies. Yeah. Santa Claus. The Santa there Claus. There it is. Yeah, love Santa it. Claus. Santa Claus sure. is a good one. The first one is so good. Yep. And then they, I think, just like most sequels. Which one's the yeah. one with Steve Martin as like the ice? Guy? Uh, that's the third one. Jack Frost. Jack Frost, not the ice guy. I wish uh, that's a bad movie. <laughs> I wish he played the ice miser. That would have been the best. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jack Frost. Are you still doing? You're still doing your bit. I'm sorry. Continue. Oh, I'm. I'm just. We haven't talked about National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation yet. Ooh, that's because I don't like that movie. Really? Really? That's why I didn't make surprising my list. to me. Surprising I, to me. And it's not that I dislike the movie. I just nothing the movie. I, I understand. To me, all of the National Lampoon Vacation movies are kind of. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Okay. But do you guys like it? I would like to hear someone who enjoys. Sell me this movie. Why should I watch I, this movie? I won't sell you on this movie. I will just tell you that as far as Christmas movies go, you could do a lot worse. Well, I, I think it, it, it's like supposed to be like an accurate depiction of how everything goes wrong at Christmas, but it's still about Christmas. And so in a, in a funny way where, I don't know, I, I, it's not my favorite. I don't, I don't know why I'm the one who has to ride for this movie, but. I, I think I like. Sure, you can idea. say this movie's horrible and Chevy Chase is overrated and National Lampoon sucks. You can say that. No one's, no one's telling you how to fight for it, I, man. I don't want to go that route either. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I like the premise of a Christmas movie trying to show that a lot of times when you make a big ceremony and plan and big to do about something, it doesn't all go well. And a lot of times it goes horribly awful. What about Scrooged? Y'all see, yeah. y'all seen Scrooged? This is what I was about to bring up. That's one of the Scrooged. best bad Christmas movies ever. Like, 
that's not a good movie, but because it's Bill Murray, I'll watch the whole thing. I'll sit through the whole thing whenever it's on. My favorite character in that is Rick Moranis. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's so good. That's, that is a great... Drew Allen, have you seen Scrooged? I ha- is that the Bill Murray one? Yes. Okay, yeah, okay, good. Yeah, then yes, I have. You looked at me like I was an idiot. Well, I just said, he just said that. <laughs> well, I had, I had started writing down some notes because there's one movie that I can't remember the name of. Do y'all, have y'all seen the movie where Michael Keaton turns into a snowman? <laughs> Jack Frost. Yes. Yeah, that's a good yes, one. That's, oh, that's my gosh. Right? I totally <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> he just ends up being the snowman. But oh, it's my not bad. gosh. Yeah. Not a bad movie. Where, where does, uh, okay, Kyle and your claymation vendetta, where does yeah. uh, Frosty the Snowman rank for you? It's not claymation, but it was that same vein. Yeah. The, oof, man, Vietnam flashbacks right now of all the claymation <laughs> uh, hours I've seen these movies. Uh, you know, the best one that I can remember was uh, A Year Without a Santa Claus. That was my favorite. Uh, that was the one that made me want to die the least amount when I watched it. <laughs> um, something creepy that I've I've always that's always been in the back of my mind. I'll never see a miracle on 34th street, um, mm-hmm. which I, you know, as far as Christmas movies go really not horrible, no. which like think about how much more creative they were with Christmas movies in the freaking forties when miracle on 34th street and it's a wonderful life and the Christmas, whatever dancing twins sing along song was that you guys talking White about. Christmas. Sure. That was all happening in the forties. And now like in like, the 20th century we're just like hey here's the same story but we put different people in it and we changed this bit of the script Ugh, we're just no one's no one's got any more creative juices left or they're I like digress. what if it was arthur <clears throat> what if it was uh santa's brother arthur <laughs> man we've gotten his whole lineage down <laughs> well yeah. so miracle on 34th street the little girl uh natalie natalie wood 95 percent sure that's her name have y'all y'all seen this movie recently are you talking about the original one or the remake? The one from the 40s. I don't know if okay. that's the original or not. That's, that's the, the original one. Okay. The, the little girl from that movie looks exactly like Tiffany looked when she was in, like, when she was tiny. When she was a baby. Oh, was, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, child. yeah. That really creeps me out. I think that <laughs> Tiffany might actually be Natalie Wood reincarnated. Um, and that's always bothered me. And I really feel like this was the right time to get that off my chest with <laughs> their husband on this car, on this call and, uh, and listening to it later. That's always freaked me out. I'm sorry. I'm well, welcome to Christmas confessions on not the podcast. I deserve. Sorry, go ahead. I've seen that movie. I have not seen that movie, but if there's a, a beautiful uh, woman in that movie, then I will watch it as my wife is beautiful. And if she's, Y'all get what I'm saying. Yeah. Scoring some points. That was a really good try. Yeah. No, that was um, good. They, they redid that movie, I think, in the 90s uh, with the girl from Matilda. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it, and it's like the same, it's the same exact movie, um, which I appreciate when people do remakes and they're like, oh, we're not going to change it. We're just going to update it. It's like, oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Um, Is Matilda a Christmas movie? I don't think so. All right. And it's been a while since I've seen Matilda. I haven't seen it. I can't (laughs) speak to that. It's my wife's favorite movie. No way. Yes. That's awesome. 
if it has never come up on ABC Family slash Freeform or whatever it's called now, <laughs> right. on their 25 days of Christmas, if it doesn't appear there, then it's not a Christmas movie. Doesn't and if count. it does appear there, it's still a 50% chance it's not a Christmas movie. <laughs> uh, does Eyes Wide Shut count as a Christmas movie? No. <laughs> Shut so, up with that. Staged around Christmas, I don't know. <laughs> Is that not what y'all's Christmas parties are like? Here's a real Christmas one. Charlie Brown Christmas. All right. Hey, uh, that's yeah. fun. That's good I'm that for the guy. whole family. I'm, I'm that guy. I just, I, Charlie Brown doesn't do it for me. I don't know. I don't get it. Hey, oh, listen, eight Crazy I, Nights. Does that do it for you? Eight Crazy Nights is good. Adam Sandler, yeah. I, I think it should be said that not a lot of Christmas movies are, are great, but I, like if you love any of these Christmas movies that we've talked about, don't be ashamed of loving these Christmas movies. Love what you love. Part of, part of, I think, what's great about these Christmas movies is it's more about getting the family together and your tradition, and that's what it's supposed to be about. So, yeah, these movies aren't always the best, but that's all it's about. So love what you love. All right. Any closing thoughts? Uh, just Friends. Christmas movie? Yes. Absolutely. Perfect. Great. Then I submit Just Friends for my best Christmas movie because that's a phenomenal movie. Um, I had another one. American Psycho takes place around Christmas. <laughs> uh, Trading Places. I don't think I know that oh, movie. You've never seen Trading Places? Oh, oh no. Drew Allen, have you seen Trading Places? Remind me of the plot. Eddie Murphy like- and Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd is a very, it's the rich and it's the rich, the, the rich man in the popper story, essentially. It's a, Dan Aykroyd's super rich. He's like a Wall Street guy. And he switches places with Eddie Murphy for a day. Eddie Murphy's like, you know, a poor guy. And they switch places for like a week or something. And so it's the Princess Switch. But they just got, <laughs> they just got Vanessa Hudgens to play both characters. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it's yeah, just... I've seen that movie. Y'all have never seen Trading Places? That's one of Eddie Murphy's best movies. I feel like we're in that scene in Hot Fuzz where he's like, you've never seen Point Break. <laughs> you've never seen Bad Boys 2. <laughs> um, in Bruges, Drew Allen. Oh, Christmassy. It's Christmas Eve. Christmas There's adjacent, probably. Adjacent. I would say it's adjacent. <laughs> That's a really good. Love movie. that movie. The dark comedy movie. Those are the only ones that I had that were my Christmas adjacent uh, ones. But you know what? One that I really hate. Christmas movie I cannot stand. The Nightmare Before Christmas. Do you guys ever watch that? Oh wow! Oh, no, the Tim Burton. Yeah, so like yeah. a scary kids movie, which, you know, obviously another one of those just great duos that you can't live without. Uh, but it's also claymation. So like all of my least favorite things, scary, like claymation, Christmas, all together in one movie. That is like my worst nightmare. My hell is sitting in, in a dark room watching the, a nightmare before Christmas on repeat for the rest of my life. Anybody who is like, oh, you know what Christmas is missing? Tim Burton is out of their <laughs> mind. Christmas uh, was fine. Christmas was fine, Tim Burton. We didn't need you. Some people say Edward Scissorhands is uh, is a Christmas movie. No way. Uh, Gremlins was, uh, if I remember correctly, little Gremlin like wears a Santa Claus hat, so I'm assuming it was Christmas time. But yeah, I think he gets it for Christmas. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, definitely a Christmas movie. I don't like Gremlins, though. Uh, it's not my thing. Evil Furbies uh, is what I call them. That's fair. Uh, there is a movie called Silent Night, Deadly Night. Have y'all heard of this movie? 
no, but the I would like sure the poster for the movie is someone dressed up like Santa Claus swinging an axe. So <laughs> I'm going to go do Sit. some research on Silent Night, Deadly Night for sure. So, sounds like bad Santa too. Um, Have hey, y'all seen so happy? I was literally about to say that. Which no one? way. Happy. It's got the main uh, actor from Law & Order SVU. It's like a modern day Roger Ra- who framed Roger Rabbit where it's like Oh, you're talking about the TV show from Sci-Fi. Yeah. Uh, Patton Oswalt has the little unicorn thing. Yeah, 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 uh-huh. yeah. That's great. That's a good one. It's it's dark. It's very adult. So if you're watching this podcast, just know going into it, it's a very dark comedy, but I think it's great. Yeah, the name is very misleading. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. That's such a great show. Stuff. Season one's really, really good. Season two lost me a little bit. If there's any others that we left off the list, let's get them out, you know, now. And then I'd like to, uh, I'd like to close with us saying our top two Christmas movies uh, for the audience at home. Tell them what they need to go watch. And I'm not going to shoot you down. You can say whatever you want. (laughs) Get that in writing. I'll give, I'll give you that free reign. Well, I'll say, I do want to add on. I, 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 I said, love what you love and don't be ashamed about it earlier, but also don't be a jerk and make it, me feel bad for not loving it's a christmas story in the same vein i'm not going to make you feel bad for liking that movie which i don't think is good but don't make me feel bad as if i have to be a part of your family tradition i didn't sign up for that <laughs> unless you married into a family that watches a lot of claymation videos in which now, case you did sign in. up for it yeah. yeah and that that's fair uh top two movies i i'd say go see white christmas if you haven't and Jack Frost also. I think those are your, I'm going to go two different ways with it. I think it's worth it. Two totally different movies. Don't watch them back to back. Or watch them back to back if you want to have a weird night. <laughs> I'm going to go with Groundhog Day and Batman Returns. <laughs> Christmas movies. <laughs> one that's totally about a different holiday. And one that is a superhero movie. Man, we can't go a single episode without talking about superhero movies. I don't know if y'all did on the Shark Pod. I think the Shark Pod, y'all might have been superhero free. I think the common denominator is anytime I'm on the podcast, we're going to talk <laughs> superheroes. I'm starting to see the, uh, yeah, that's, that's we're, we're going to find a way to relate whatever topic we have to Christopher Nolan and Batman. <laughs> yes, <laughs> one way or another. And, and probably Star Wars. I'm going to go with The Wonderful that life and Elf. Classics. There you go. Very nice. Uh, I'm going to go with How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the Jim Carrey version. That cartoon is not good. Uh, Did you see the new one with Benedict Cumberbatch? Wow. That's what you're talking about? Uh, I, I was talking about the old one, but the new yeah. one with Benedict Cumberbatch I also saw. It was cute. Okay. See, I'm no. the other way. I like the old one, and the new one did not do it for me. Love the Pentatonics song, but other than that scene. Oh, Pentatonics was in it? Yeah, they have a... Oh, dude, I love a- Pentatonics. They're great. That is yeah. the only Christmas album I will ever buy, is the Pentatonics <laughs> Christmas, Christmas album from like 10 years ago. It's worth it. It's worth it. They yeah, have like three or four choice, And with my last choice, I'll go ahead and say uh, skip the second movie and then just listen to the Pentatonics and Straight No Chaser. Two <laughs> Straight No Chaser, yeah. Acapella Acapella group, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, Michael Buble's got a pretty good Christmas album too. So. Oh, heck yeah. And then f- wrap it up with Chris Brown's This Christmas. The greatest Christmas, Christmas song. <laughs> That's the only part I know of that song. Is there another part? Is you just sing This Christmas over and over again? That's basically it. You got it. Nailed it. <laughs> Well, do you want to sing us out then? I won't because I can't sing apparently as if I didn't already know that. 
I'm Mr. Ice Miser. God He's Mr. Cold. Da, 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 da. So, somebody roll the sound. Somebody roll, <laughs> somebody roll the tape. Get us out of here. Thank you guys for joining us on Not the Podcast You Deserve. Follow us on Twitter or email us at ntpydpodcast at gmail.com. Tell us what Christmas movies we forgot and what are your favorites. We look forward to hearing from you. We'll have a new episode out, I don't know, sometime. Maybe we'll do one about New Year's. <laughs> with Star Wars Day. Groundhog Day is my favorite New Year's movie, actually. All right. And with that, thanks for listening. <laughs>